The only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the headline with Aldrin Sampia, right here on SAFM. It's 20 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with independent researcher Ibrahim Dean as the United Nations Human Rights uh, Division has called on the Iran government to hold all executions following the execution of two more people who were arrested in the ongoing protest against the regime change in the country, bringing the number of executions to four. The United Nations Human Rights Division cites unfair trials based on forced confessions as gross human rights violations. We find out more about the latest developments um, or what's happening in Iran. Ibrahim, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Let's start here. So, so we, we know, for instance, with, um, with some of the human rights organizations who have called for um, the total abolishment of executions globally. But why does it still remain such a, such a powerful tool that's used by the state? two things here. One is there's a, there's, there's a distinction, uh, you know, between the human rights organizations that are calling for the end of execution now and the other one to call for an end to the death penalty in general. And the death penalty in general, you know, uh, is, is or, or what you would call the end of capital punishment. That is a broader question. And, you know, there's a lot more countries that use capital punishment, including, mm. uh, you know, for example, the U.S. Yeah. Now, in relation to this, Specifically, it's, uh, you know, the, the outrage and the fact that there's actually more unanimity on the call for the abolishment of these executions is actually because it's executing, for the most part, innocent uh, protesters uh, protesting the regime. And so there isn't that, you know, that, that so it's, I mean, the regime generally uses it because it's, it's, it's seen as a way of uh, trying to instigate or trying to warn people against protesting. And that's how we see even public executions and not even just, you know, private executions. Um, it hasn't been working. And, I mean, as I said, the outrage is more that, you know, these the victims, you know, there is no real justification for the executions. It's not as if they've committed crimes such as murder or, or you know, mm. rape or, you know, those issues where, you know, the, 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 you know, the, 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 the questions are a bit more uh, or at least a lot more contentious. Um, and, 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 I mean, the regime has not listened and is likely not to listen, uh, uh, you know, to such calls. Mm-hmm. But, but what about the argument that it's, it's not just a protest against the government, but it's actually a protest that's trying to force regime change? So, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the Iranian regime, uh, you know, has slowly, uh, many have become disillusioned in the resources in the, in the most recent election in 2021 where turnout was around 40%, uh, mainly because citizens, uh, you know, did not, uh, you know, are no longer feeling represented by the state. Now, I mean, you know, it starts off as something small, and, you know, and, and this is one of the things, you know, there has been protests in Iran. Uh, over the past few years, there have been environmental protests. There was a protest in 2019, 2020. Um, and, yes, you know, the issues are... Are dire. The economy is dire, and there's growing disillusionment. And you know, uh, and 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 the hijab protest is actually a, it was just a hook point for a broader disillusionment and the broader outrage over over governance in general. And yes, I mean the protests do want the government to reform. Some do want the government to go because they don't necessarily trust the, the government. Now, what what 
becomes the problem is when, when we're talking regime change, generally it's a very politicized. And the Iranian regime usually to argue that, you know, other countries are fostering and fomenting these protests. Now, you know, while they, you know, in, in recent years there have been evidence of this, these protests seem to be more broader in a sense uh, that it's unlikely that, you know, for the most part that is, this is the case, but also it's much more disparate individuals. Uh, you know, what with differing, with differing goals and differing agendas, and so it's very unlikely that you know it, it, it's an uh, foreign-imposed uh, mm. attempt at raising change in Iran. Does it have any impact at all, considering, for instance, that you have um, the United Nations Human Rights uh, Council saying that, hey, um, we are we are unanimously speaking out against these executions, one. But then the other part around it is, for instance, if you look at the case of uh, Ali Reza Akbari, a British-Iranian national who was also executed, uh, this is now over, over the weekend, and the UK government, as well as Washington, for instance, have called on the Iranian government not to carry out the sentence that had been handed down. Does this at all cause further tension or lead to further tension uh, between the West as well as Iran? I mean, uh, you know, there is a tension there over the nuclear deal and Trump's pulling out of the nuclear agreement. That's the biggest tension. But, you know, the, the two issues, the normal execution of the protesters and Ali Reza Akbari is a very different. Ali Reza Akbari was, uh, you know, accused of spying. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, the evidence, again, very limited. And it's actually a, a, a struggle between the conservatives within Iran. Um, you know, uh, Ali Reza is a conservative principalist, former deputy uh, defense minister. So, you know, that's very different, uh, uh, substantively and materially different to, you know, the call that the UNHRC has been making for, you know, the halt to the execution of these protesters. Now, you know, in relation to this, uh, you know, the, 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 you know the, 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 the role of the UNHRC, you know, has been critiqued, um, mainly because, you know, by, by countries such as Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, even the U.S. and Israel. And so, you know, there's a very easy way of... Uh, of dampening or, or withstanding the pressure, uh, you know what uh, you know may may change issues or may change is if if Iran's very close allies uh, start calling or cautioning against executions, and that's not going to happen in Tanzania. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. That is uh, Ibrahim Dean, who is an independent researcher. Taking your voice notes on 0614-104-107. You can also tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. Our studio line is 86 2032